This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and we are very honored to have the Honorable Congressman David Scott representing the 13th Congressional District, which encompasses more counties than I thought. People think the 13th is the South Side, but that's part of right. Cobb. We and have, we have uh, uh, the largest part of Cobb. All of Douglas County, we go all the way out to Villabreca, we have some of Hiram, we go all the way down to Newton County, and then we also have uh, the southern half of uh, Fulton County, we got Henry County, we got Fayette County, we got Clayton County, and it's remarkable, I love my district because it is so diversified, and as you recall, Condes, when I got elected, uh, I represented uh, 13 different counties all at the same time, stretching from all the way up there in Walton County, Monroe, which is about 30 miles from the University of Georgia in Athens, all the way down to uh, about 30 miles north of Macon, a little town called Flovilla. I've People, heard of You've heard of yes. yeah, Well, you know where that is, all the way down to Butts County. Uh, so it's wonderful, and the people of Georgia, that's been wonderful for me uh, State House of Representatives for six years, in the State Senate for 20, and now in the Congress of the United States going into my 14th year. Uh, I just got to just say thanks to all the fine people of Georgia who've elected David Scott. And Congressman, it's likely that the constituents in your district continue to return you to Washington because of the work that you are doing for the voters here at home. You're here today to talk to us about your 12th annual health fair coming up on the 6th of August at Monday's Mill High School. Tell exactly. us about that. And this is very timely. We live in a critical time. We live in a critical time of so many things that are happening uh, in the world. And oftentimes people look at the world with the terrorism, with the situation with our police and all of these anxieties. And at times uh, it looks like the world is upside down. However, there are things we can concretely do. And I am so grateful to the doctors and the physicians and the health care providers from Emory, from Wellstar, from Morehouse School of Medicine, um, and uh, all of the fine hospitals and doctors and providers. Breast cancer's greatest death impact rests within African-American women. Because we are diagnosed so late. So late. Early detection is the key. Yes, it is. So we want a message to go out. If you love that loved one who is a female, who is a mother, who is a sister, uh, who is a niece in your family, Bring them out to Monday's Mill High School, August the 6th on Saturday, so they can have their breasts examined because now they don't have to suffer the death rates that African-Americans do because all this will be free. It's going to be out there at Monday's Mill High School in Jonesboro. And then the other area, AIDS. AIDS is running rampant throughout. We're losing too many more and more younger and younger Americans. It is an epidemic because in this area. of a lack of knowledge in this area. And here's here here is the heartbreaking when you get to the numbers and you peel back condense, what we have is AIDS now has become the leading, leading number one 
cause of death of African-American women of child-bearing age. That's the future of our whole race here. This is profound, what we're doing. We're partnering with AIDS Atlanta. I mean, one does not know all of the benefits that are there. We will also have, so people say, well, if I got it, what do I do about it? How do I don't have insurance? Well, we're going to have the affordable health care people there who can sign you up for insurance. Maybe you have Medicaid or Medicare, but we have all kinds of programs to make sure that you can get that health care right there. And now you can get this, particularly with AIDS, when you come in, that's a pre-existing condition, no longer a barrier. So there's absolutely no excuse for that. If you care about your people, and I care about all our people, white people, black people, I tell everybody, we care. We need everybody who is concerned about the health of their family members to come out. You have a lot of people who don't have the economic means. There are people who don't even have a doctor. There are people who are living in Strokeville right now. We will have eight different blood pressure checking locations. The reason I mention that is every year we have people coming in there. And do you know their blood? They don't even know their blood pressure is over 250, 240 Strokeville. We call the ambulance from Grady or from a nearby hospital, Southern Regional. And they come right to Monday's Mill. And, and they take people. that individual under care. I mean, that has happened almost every time. And then the other area that we care so much about is our veterans. Kindness, the world needs to know that in the United States now, we have 20, 20 veterans committing suicide every single day. How can that be? And how can we let that rest? And so we, every health care, we partner with the Veterans Affairs Administration. You know I'm big on that. I was the first Democrat, uh, first, Repu- first member of Congress that demanded that President Obama fire the secretary of the VA. You remember that. I do. In addition to the breast cancer screening, the HIV AIDS screening. I see there's also going to be screening for uh, prostate cancer in men because men, for some Uh, reason, y'all don't like to go to the doctor. I don't know why. You should take care of yourselves. Exactly. And we're going to have the prostate cancer exam there. And I'm so proud of what we've been able to do. Uh, And if you come to the health fair, you're able to see because thanks to you all in the media of getting the message out to people, there are people who hear this And it's like I say, uh, I appeal to our women because you hit the point. Women are more aggressive. uh, They're more forward moving when it comes to visiting the doctors and their health care. So I'm saying, ladies, reach back for your men. We're going to have the prostate cancer exams there. The top physicians in Atlanta will be doing it. Congressman, is this health fair exclusive only to residents in your district? Absolutely not. Anything I do is for Georgia and beyond. If there's anybody that's in need, come on. Doesn't matter if you're in the district or not. This is Georgia. This is America. I am a United States congressman. 
I represent a voice for all America. But I want to go back to the veterans for a moment. 20 veterans committing suicide every day. Now, you got to ask the question, why? Why is this happening? And why are we allowing it to happen? Why, why are we? And then... Is there not the mental health support available that they need? There is not the psychiatric help. And that's why when I raised so much hand with the president, he got a little angry with me. He called me into the White House, said, uh, Congressman Scott, I say, yes, Mr. President. I hear you asked for the resignation of my cabinet official, Jim Senseki, at the VA. I say, yes, Mr. President. And not only that, Mr. President, I'm asking for you to have a greater sense of urgency for these veterans. You're the commander-in-chief. You send these soldiers. They don't hesitate. They go on the battlefield. They'd leave a leg or an arm. Some of them leave their mind there, let alone those who die. We need to have that same kind of commitment to take care of our wounded warriors when they come home. And he responded, and we got the bill together. And one of the things, going back to the psychiatric needs, is that I authored the bill on my side with my Republican co-sponsor from Illinois, and he came in. And we got Democrats and Republicans to work together. And what we did was to put together a program in which we would take care of the loan forgiveness of psychiatrists, doctors, and their medical expenses. Because people understand, every psychiatrist is a medical doctor. They have these huge bills. So we we oh. will pay for that as well as give scholarships to those. If you'll treat who these will, veterans. If you will come into the VA oh. and work in the VA. We said not only will we offer you the salaries and also pay for your college and medical school expenses, but we will, your starting salary coming in will be at least 2% higher than the average salary of psychiatrists physicians in that particular market. That's why what WSB and Cox Media, I just want to thank you all, because if people can hear my voice and they can go, they, the way we reach the veterans, they all have. There's such a mental, uh, we call it uh, PS, P, PTS. PTSD, yes. Yes. That is the disorder. number one, and the, and the injuries from the... Uh, EIDs, the uh, road bombs where they mm-hmm. come, they lose their limbs there. You see a lot of that. Yes. What well, we're making gains with the prostatitis and all of that to get in there. But the mind and the PSD, and let me tell you something where it's playing out even more tragically, these police officers who were shot, hate to bring that in. No, I was going to ask you, you about that. I, I could not have you in my studio and not ask you about the tragedy of the violence that has happened against law enforcement officers, first in Dallas, most recently in Baton Rouge. And as we've learned about the, the, the killers in these cases, they each were former military, each highly trained and also up here suffering from that's why this is a number one problem. When you have 21 veterans committing suicide, somebody else has their mind. You know, the Lord was right. There is evil in this world. And it's registered, as he said, through Apostle Paul, in high places. All right? The rulers of the darkness of this world. 
they're out there and they use this kind of stuff. Well, That's how do you why get those people back. I mean, well, they're through, so far through, over the edge. Through, through, this is what I'm about to say. There's going to be somebody who hears your program who says, hey, man, I need to get my cousin there. They know, the family members know. Many of these veterans are living under the viaduct. Let me tell you something. I'm on the Agriculture Committee, yes. and we had a food stamp hearing the other day. The knowledge Americans don't know that we have 1.7 million veterans on food stamps. That's nearly 2 million. That's not acceptable. We have got to get our minds geared up and treat our veterans and get the benefits there. And that's why I miss, that's, that's why I miss Leslie Wiggins, and I want to make sure your audience knew, is going to be there. She's done such a great job that now she's been promoted to the whole region. That means South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, all the southeast. That's why I say, when you ask me if they got to come from my district, no way, sir. I want them coming from everywhere that need help. And, and I plead with your audience that if you know a veteran, if you know a veteran that didn't get in the care, you think he should. If he's had wait times, if he's had throwbacks, if he's frustrated, if he know he has TSB, get him there at Monday's Mill. Or call my office. Let me give you my number. It's 770-210-5073. All we got to do is get people out there to say, let me bring my husband in here. Or let me bring my brother. They know who they are. I want to say one other thing, too. We're going to have free dental care for the kids. This is so much of our health problems come from not getting good health care uh, and and, Early and from on, our dentist, it's preventive, yes. yeah, and you have all kind of things that can happen there. We're going to have vision care. Emory uh, Hospital and their medical school have the best uh, vision people you've got, and all of this is free. Keyword and that's they're why- free. Yes, it's Saturday, August sixth, from nine until noon. Excuse me, from nine until two p.m. At Monday's Mill High School, that's at 9652 Fayetteville Road, better known as Highway 54 in Jonesboro. David Scott, your 12th annual health fair. There is no reason in the world that people should be not educated, right. be ignorant, and not know. Fear is, is no reason to not go. Exactly. And to come and to be there. And I tell you, there's no greater feeling uh, that you get when you can help somebody live a healthy life. When you have information, there may not be veterans listening to this, but there's somebody who knows a veteran. Exactly. There may be not enough men listening to this program, but there are but women. They're women. And, 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 and this takes a team effort. You want to do some good. You want to save a life. You know, and, 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 and you got to show the ultimate love. That's what Jesus Christ told his last commandment when he told his disciples. Love one another. Love one another as you love yourself. You love yourself. You love your husband. You love your, you love your boyfriend. You, you love people. You know, when the Lord told, uh, you know the story about going down that Jericho Road. Yes, Everybody sir. stepped around the man. 
But then that certain man yes, he did. from Samaria stopped, bound him up, to put him on his horse, took him to the inn, bandaged him up, and stayed there with him overnight, and then told the innkeeper, if there's anything more, put it on my bill. I'll pay it on the way back. Congressman, why can't you get your colleagues in Washington to, can't you sprinkle some of this, let's get along and do something for the American people love? Because the parties seem to be so divided, and now it seems as if the country is so divided. And, of course, we're going through the conventions where all of that rhetoric is amplified so much. I listen to you and you talk about the Veterans Bill and working with someone on the other side of the aisle from another state. It sounds as if maybe you get along more than is is publicly reported or are there just a certain few leaders on each side that have to keep the pot stirred? Well, that's that's what I feel my calling is. And uh, I did a lot of things in this legislature uh, during my career. But I would not have been able to do those without a partnership with some of my Republican colleagues. If you remember folks like uh, Paul Coverdale, for mm-hmm. example, or Johnny Isaacson, a good example, our careers are parallel. So, and uh, he's my major go-to partner over there in the Senate that we worked with. But in each of these areas, I try to appeal and I look for those things that we can agree on. And that's why when some people were told me, I said, they just talked about the gun control coming up as an answer for everything. And I was saying, now, I said, right now, right now, the gun control is so divisive. There's no question about that. Everybody goes in their corner. So why in the world are we wasting our time dealing with that when there are solid economic issues? The number one problem that we've got to face is doing something to target African-American males. The problem is economic. What was the fella doing up there in New York that got choked to death by those police officers? He was out there selling cigarettes one at a time to feed his family. What was the black man doing down there in uh, front of the grocery store in Baton Rouge? He was selling CDs one at a time. What, what, what was the boy doing up there in Baltimore? He's hustling marijuana, trying to make a living one at a time. So I said, look, fellas, when you got the highest unemployment rate facing African-American young men, ages 18 to 39 is hovering at 48%, 50% unemployment? Can't you see what we've got to do? I put a bill together, and I knew that Keystone Pipeline was coming. I knew that we were going to be rebuilding the energy structure. I know that we were going to be building the infrastructure with the transportation bill, the highway bill. I put a bill together that says that recognizing that the highest unemployment rate in this country is with African-American young men, uh, 18 to 39. And then I would say on the floor, and listen, folks, those are the child-producing ages, and they can't find a way to make a living. And we're not addressing, that's what we've got to address so that our young black men are not in vulnerable ways out there, hustling on the street, people calling, get this man here, the police come, there's a reaction, and you got another black man dead. No. But on that economic issue, job training, uh, earn as you learn, these are highly technical jobs 
rebuilding the pipeline or the Keystone Pipeline is going to be built. And I said, let's attach this to this so that we will require the labor unions who are already in place, who already have the apprenticeship programs. Everything is laying right there, the general contractors. Just make it target African-American. And they would come to me and they would say, some of my friends would come to me and say, well, let's make this for minorities. Let's make this for underprivileged. I said, no. The problem, the target is African-American young men. We got to be seen doing something to rescue them. And when you look at the other side of it, not only that, but you've got 1.2 million black men sitting in the jails and the prisons. Mm -hmm. Those are fathers. And you got 70% of the African-American families headed up by females now? Well, when you speak it like that and you reach across the aisle, I got Kevin Kramer, a Republican from North Dakota, to be my lead Republican sponsor. I got Brad Ashford from Nebraska to be my lead, to be my associate. I'm the lead Democratic sponsor on it. And we've got it ready to go. This is the answer. We're going to rebuild that infrastructure, tunnels, bridges, and so forth. Why not attach this language to it and set up a way in which we can recruit and get African-American young men into these? They, they, these, these are STEM-type programs, meaning science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. It means computer networking. It means getting the kinds of job skills that we're going to need that transfers into manufacturing, everything being done by computer. And so it's there. But to answer your question, we got Democrats and Republicans together on this. And this is what I'm trying to do. And, and not get into these divisive, symbolic things. As you know, Congress, nobody has done more in the area of gun control than David Scott when I first got in there. We put the background check on. We put all the checks on. And when you go down there and you look at the, the killer that killed all the people in Orlando, uh -huh. he was on the no-fly list. He was on the list. But the FBI took him off. And that's how he got his gun. So there's so many loopholes. There's so many things here we can do to correct in this situation and not depend upon the divisive things because the Republicans will be pushed in that corner, we're in this corner, and there we go. Nothing so let's done. find things we can work together on. And like I say fundamentally, it's economics, it's jobs, it's money, it's getting that into it and targeted in a way that these African-American men can take care of their families. Because if we don't get them at home, sitting at the head of that table, providing the guidance and the discipline, that's our problem. And we have so many of the sons out there wandering, mm -hmm. loose, yeah. and nothing but good targets for those gangbangers and drug dealers. Well, I certainly cannot add anything additional to that. I thank you for that, Congressman Scott. want to remind everyone again of the health fair on Saturday, August 6th, from 9 until 2, Monday's Mill High School, 9652 Fayetteville Road in Jonesboro, all 
are welcome. Congressman, thank you very much. Thank you. And can I give that phone number one more time to please, please call? 770-210-5073. And please bring a veteran or anybody out there that you see hurting and needs our help. Thank you. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, condo 29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.